Welcome to the Your Home God's Way podcast. I'm Penny Tussie and it is so good to have you here. I help women live their best lives spiritually, physically and financially. This episode is called Spending Time with Jesus in the Juggle. It's a struggle. One of the number one things that women write when they join my Facebook group for Christian mums is that they struggle to spend time with Jesus to make that time in their daily lives. I get it. We tend to have five things in our hands that we're juggling and another ten in our heads. And although our husbands help us, well they may not, especially if you're a single mum, For most of us, it's us that run the household. We keep things going, book the holidays, organize the kids' extracurricular activities, do the grocery shopping, even if we work outside the home as well. There are seasons where spending time with Jesus is easier and seasons where it's more challenging. Raising babies and young children is definitely one of those challenging seasons. You literally don't have a minute to yourself. And by the time you've got the children into their beds and they're sleeping, you're absolutely exhausted. So is caring for sick parents. That's another really challenging season. I've walked through that one. Working full time must be challenging too, although I haven't done that since I've had the boys. But I can imagine you get home, dinner has to be done, then homework, then spending time together. And before you know it, it's 9pm. I've definitely found the ease of spending time with Jesus ebbs and flows in seasons. And that's actually okay. There is grace for each season of our lives. For me, the number one thing I've learned is to cultivate a constant awareness of his presence. Rather than thinking that the only time I spend time with him is when I open my Bible and sit down, my whole day is actually spent with him. John 15 says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So I try to grab little moments to say thank you or ask him for help. I mean, realistically, we can't have our mind on God all the time. There are lots of tasks that require our full focus. But I mean, you grab moments like before you meet with someone to say, God, help me. God, give me the words. Show me what I need to do here. I worship him as I drive sometimes and try to pray while I'm cooking, although I'm not the best at multitasking, to be honest. I try to commune with him, cultivating that closeness throughout my day. I love the word commune. It's a verb and it means to converse or talk together, usually with profound intensity or intimacy, to interchange thoughts or feelings, to be in intimate communication. It's all about that abiding. God promises that when we make an effort to seek him, he will draw near to us, whether you feel like he has or not. James 4.8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. In the tiredness and busyness, it can sometimes be really hard to feel his presence. But we don't live by feelings. We live by faith. Trust that he's with you. Even though I think grabbing the little moments through the day is really, really good, 
I also think getting some uninterrupted time every day or two is very, very valuable. Luke 10 says, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. During my kid's screen time is a time that I always try to use to get that uninterrupted time with him. Instead of trying to get things done or watching your own screen time, which is actually super tempting, go into your room, shut the door and spend time with him. Because his presence refreshes us like nothing else can. No ticking off of the list of things to do, no compelling book, no good movie. Nothing refreshes us and satisfies us like his presence does. Matthew 6, 6 says, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. There are rewards to spending time with Jesus. Isn't that cool? One of the main things I get from spending time with Jesus is peace. My mind can feel chaotic and cluttered, and I could feel anxious about many things, but I get into his presence, I lay them at his feet, and I come away with a renewed sense of peace, a new perspective. I feel heard and I feel cherished and I have a renewed energy. Sometimes we do have to let things go, leave the dishes unwashed, the clothes unfolded. I don't work too well with a messy home. I like order, but I'm learning to let it go and prioritize what is better, to choose the good portion when I have the opportunity to. I'm sure you've seen that post circulating on Facebook a few months ago about how Jesus comes to meet us as women where we are instead of going up the mountain like the men do. It's so beautifully said, so I'm going to read it to you. The author is Heather Farrell, and if you want to see the original post, you can head to her website, womaninthescriptures.com. Go to her blog, and the title of the blog post is God Comes to Woman. So here we go. Have you ever noticed how in the scriptures men are always going up into the mountains to commune with the Lord? Yet in the scriptures we hardly ever hear of women going to the mountains. But we know why, right? Because the women were too busy keeping life going. They couldn't abandon babies, meals, homes, fires, gardens, and a thousand responsibilities to make the climb into the mountains. I was talking to a friend the other day saying that as modern women, I feel like I'm never free enough from my responsibilities, never in a quiet enough space I want with God. Her response floored me. That is why God comes to women. Men have to climb the mountains to meet God, but God comes to women wherever they are. I have been pondering on her words for weeks and have searched my scriptures to see that what she said is true. God does indeed come to women where they are. When they are doing their ordinary, everyday work, he meets them at the wells where they draw water for their families, in their homes, in their kitchens, in their gardens. He comes to them as they sit beside sickbeds, as they give birth, care for the elderly, and perform necessary mourning and burial rites. Even at the empty tomb, 
Mary was the first to witness Christ's resurrection. She was there because she was doing the womanly chore of properly preparing Christ's body for burial. In these seemingly mundane and ordinary tasks, these women of the scriptures found themselves face to face with divinity. So if, like me, you ever start to bemoan the fact that you don't have as much time to spend in the mountains with God as you would like, remember, God comes to women. He knows where we are and the burdens we carry. He sees us. And if we open our eyes and our hearts, we will see him, even in the most ordinary places and in the most ordinary things. Wasn't that just beautifully written? If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love to have you listen in regularly. So please do press subscribe or follow on whatever platform it is that you're listening on. If you'd like to know more about me and what I do, you can head to pennytussie.com also love to have you in my Facebook group for Christian mums. It's a place where there is community, encouragement, upskilling and tips. You'll love it there. So if you're a mum or a woman and you'd love to be a part of it, head along to my website and there's a link that you can join from there. Also on the website, you will find my prayer guide, seven powerful scriptures to pray over your health, home and business. Pop your email address in and you can download that straight away. Have a wonderful rest of the day or the night and I'll catch you later. Mm -hmm.